Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Halal Travel Podcast. You're listening to me, Hazira, Rada, and Nurul. We hope you're so, so well and that you're healthy and everything. But anyways, on this episode, it's going to be a really fun episode because we're going to talk about our travel experiences. Why we love this episode so much because Rada, she's going to talk about her first ever solo trip. I'm going to talk about uh, my turbulence experience. And Nurul, she had the most amazing accommodation. In the jungle. So you need to listen to find out more. Let's just skip to the podcast. Bye! So just a little background. Uh, Rada, she is... Um, she travels the most among the three of us. Because she's the eldest. and she has, the oldest. <laughs> and she has the most... And she's a veteran. Yeah, and she has the most money. So... No. Clearly, she, she, will be able to, she will be able to travel more. And then Norul, um, she's a very sporty... She's not into travel, but she is definitely like macam very nature. If like she would travel somewhere, she would travel because of the country's nature. Or like, you know, she's on to camps and everything. Very not my style. <laughs> and then for <laughs> me, I basically live off like school trips or like family trips. Maybe just trips that I don't have to use my own money. Yes. So that's our background. <laughs> okay. Yay. Yes. Like I have not heard Nurul's and Hazira's stories, so I'm looking forward. Mm-hmm. Exciting, mm-hmm. exciting. So shall I go? Shall okay. I yes. Okay. So uh, so much hype since I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> no hype. So what I'm going to talk about is I'm going to share my uh first trip, real trip alone, and it was to Italy. Mm-hmm. So this was like uh, the semester after I did an exchange yep. uh, in Turkey. So it was four months there and then there is like a one month break or about two weeks break. So me and my like three other uh, dorm friends, I mean, they're all Singaporeans, like we all wanted to go different places. Uh, and like a friend of mine was telling me that Italy is really, really, really nice. And no one mm-hmm. else wanted to go to Italy. It's nice. So I... Sing terror. But... <laughs> but you know I didn't go there Oh man I kind of re- like Low-key regret not going there Waste money But I went to like all It went <laughs> Shut up hey, Wait 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 Hold on I hold went... on Wait before you start your story You need to explain yeah. like How are you able to travel alone At such yes. a young age And some more Some was... more you female sis Yeah I was not young I was like 24 Twi- 24 eh. It's not That's young you know, yeah, I've been I using think... I've been using your story to convince my mom like, um, okay, so if Rada can travel alone at twenty four, so why can't I? <laughs> She's gonna find That's my mom. That's not gonna happen. And then my mom's gonna be like, oh, you have no idea the the struggle she put me through many many years. So it's like 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 growing up, I was always right with my family, and like it's a different experience. But I know that if you travel with friends or with like whatever alone, is also a different set of mm-hmm. uh, kind of like experience. Yeah, definitely. So like. Yeah, so like for the longest time since Bali, like I mean, like f- Malay, you call it menyala to my parents mm-hmm. that I want to go travel with my friends. Like that's, menyala. Uh, that's menyala is only what give of a dog, right? That's a dog's. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's only for dogs. Yeah. That's only for dogs. But basically, it's like I've been whining and saying like, you know, I want to go. Mm. Why you don't want to let me go? My friends let me go, whatever. And then like it reached to a point where like one year in university where... um something happened like a family friend from overseas came to Singapore 
and uh, they are in they based in Germany, and then my friend was also on uh, exchange in Sweden. So like that, I like made made it a trip where I if I went to Germany, I stayed with them, and if mm. I went to Sweden, I stayed my friend. So I think that story where you know it's not so. I'm meeting people there that they are familiar with that they warm up a little bit and after that they just let go uh. after that they just like just like hey, do whatever you want I'm so tired of <laughs> trying to yeah. so but blessed anyway, <laughs> but like exchange but in secondary school they never school trips they didn't allow me to go even like with school oh, oh my god yeah so it was it was quite like uh, I think just very protective lah, which I understand where they're coming from yeah, I understand. but it's a large shift uh. so as I got older in uni I was telling them you know this exchange semester is probably my last chance to do anything like go overseas and study and really experience and alhamdulillah like I met good people there I met good friends uh, then it just happened and actually the Italy trip that I went it was after my semester break and before my parents came and met me in Istanbul mm. so uh, it was a nice gap and anyway the story is about Italy so <laughs> I wanted to go to Italy and like obviously you know the four main places that you go know, the touch points that you go when you go to Italy is Rome, you go Florence, you, then you go Venice and you go Milan. Yep. Okay. So my trip is, uh, I would start out in Rome and then after that, I would take a train to Florence, I would take a train to Venice and then I would take a, take a train to Milan, then take a flight out to wherever to meet my parents. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I was planning the whole trip on my own, uh, months in advance. Um... And there are a lot of things that happen along the way. I think a lot of memorable things that happen along the way. But what was big was that, like, all this while I would stay in Airbnbs because mm-hmm. I would be traveling mm-hmm. with a, one friend or a few friends and you would share that cost. But when traveling alone, even Airbnb is costly. Yeah. So I stayed in a but hostel. Wait. Last time don't have Airbnb, right? Have. So I was oh, really? probably I was probably like the first <laughs> few people to use Airbnb before it was like Oh wow. Yeah. It was really it was a time of like Airbnb just started out. The first time I used it was in Germany that year when I met my friend and my friend was also like mm, is this safe mm. or is this not safe? Uh mm-hmm. but from then on it was it was a good experience. So I went on Airbnb. So but I was traveling alone. So I I opted for hostels although as much as possible I did not want to share a room. Mm-hmm. With anyone um, But there are female hostels And even within hostels There are the ones where there's a toilet Inside your yeah. room yep. So yep. those are the ones that I opted for And like I felt really I think because Okay fine I was like a bit youngish right Trying to like find myself or whatever <laughs> So like trying to do things like trying to solid in the room And things like in, in front of like Non- uh, Asians or non or non uh, Muslims, I felt like my iman was tested. <laughs> Were there people staring <laughs> at you? The room is not big. It's like let's say a room you have you can put like two bunk beds. Yeah. And then one toilet. Yeah. So it's a common space that you have. Uh. So I would try and like do it like uh at a corner. Yeah. Or try and do it when everyone is sleeping. Yeah. But that then one day, at one. Of the hostels in, I think, it, one of the seats. I can't remember which one. There was this Malaysian girl. She checked in. I was really like in my bunk bed. I was just sitting there. She just came in. She just checked in. She put her back down. She went to the toilet. Like, she took her wudu. Wow. She took out her sajada. She never said anything to anyone once. No? She was just rushing the whole time. She just put her stuff down. And then she straight away saw that. After she saw that in front of like everyone... 
then she like she said, oh hey how and, like she introduced herself. So that was like to me, I was like, oh this girl is like confident and like if she can do it, why can't I do it? You know. Mm. So like I feel like that was a sign God was sending me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but she was like she was. Oh, slightly older She wasn't that old But she was slightly older mm. uh, And she was saying That she was actually Working And then she extended it And she backpacked Around the, the few cities Then I spent like The next day Going to a few places With her And kind of just Talked to her So it was really Like eye opening So those are the Small things I felt like You know Useful Or things that I would Not have otherwise uh, Realised If I had stayed Alone in Airbnb Yeah So and then when I moved to... Okay, so when I was booking accommodation in each of the cities, I was trying to save as much money as possible. But in Venice... So Venice, the island itself, you know, the one that they say is sinking. Yeah. So that, that's mm-hmm. called Venice mm-hmm. Island. But uh, Venice Island is connected to a nearby city, which is also called Venice. Mm. Um, so essentially, you can either stay on the Venice main island or it's cheaper for you to stay across uh, on the mainland. Yeah. Uh, but you would have to take like a train Or you take a boat Or something like that But I wanted to like Immerse myself In the experience Of staying On the island itself And like Everything was really expensive It was like I think about If you stay in an Airbnb It's like maybe Two, three hundred dollars A night <laughs> Yeah So I like The cheapest I could find That was not dodgy Was this um, Accommodation That you can rent A room so there was the only place around the whole leg of my trip where I actually got a room to myself, mm-hmm. but the toilet is shared. So uh, it's 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 pretty comfortable actually. The room feels like a hotel room, like a one bedroom hotel room, and there's a sink inside. But the toilet is like right outside your room, and the key that they use is a very old school, <laughs> like Harry Potter sort of key, in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the buildings in like the island is all short buildings. Yeah, it's not. So it, and there's no lift Because it's like stairs So the reception is on one side On one building And then you would have the pathway In the middle And then sometimes the rooms Are on the opposite side So one day uh, When I was just like in my room And I was going to the toilet In the morning after I woke up uh, I went to the toilet And then I locked myself up Of the room So that means I didn't bring my key Because it's a oh. one-way lock so you should bring your key when you go to the toilet. If you forget, then you'll be locked out <laughs> of your room. Specky? Okay. Yeah, but can you imagine? I was from the toilet. Oh. I never went to the <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, Yeah, damn. I was in my pajamas. And for me to go to the reception, I need to go down and cross yeah. the pathway where... Basically, that's the main pathway where everybody walks. Tourists or whatever. Public. Like from wherever... It's public. It's not oh even a small God. alleyway. It's the main road. I had to like... I was like, oh shit, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I can't even cover my head with anything. Because literally the toilet was right outside There's of my no door. There's no towel. So I thought I could just dash. No, you have to bring your own stuff. Because it's... Yeah, it's mm. a... Yeah, it's <laughs> oh a budget God. accommodation. Yeah, so I had to like run down. <laughs> so oh funny. my God, with your hair? I, I... Yeah, I picked outside. Oh I had no God. choice. I have no... I had no friends. So I had to pick outside... I had to dash across to the reception and it was a guy. I left I forgot my key in my room. I went to the toilet. And I think he must have probably heard this story like a million times. He never asked me anything. He just followed me to my room and then he unlocked the door for me. But it was so But he saw your hair. 
he saw everything. Everybody oh, saw this. No, I would think like <laughs> I had, no. no, because I would think like you would like, you know, do this to your head, and like you know, like hide your hair in your shirt. I would think I if would I do, do that, that. If I do that, then my you would see like the back of my. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I would be wear. I wore something that you wear to sleep. I think I wore tights and like a t-shirt. Oh my god! So, like, oh my god! There's no <laughs> short sleeve. Short sleeve ah. It was <laughs> That's like Short sleeve Ya Allah Short sleeve It's basically how I look now and This is just like This is why your mother This is why your mother Don't allow you to go Yeah I don't think she, <laughs> I don't think she knows Of this story uh, So uh, Yeah so I had to dash Across Because it was like, like that And I had to run back And then he opened For me I just I just felt so silly the whole time. Thought it was really <laughs> embarrassing. I realized that when I travel alone, like I'm very keep, I can, I'm very independent and capable of like you know planning the trip and all that. But like yeah. I like am quite clumsy also. So like there was one time in the train rides in between the cities, <laughs> I had like an iPad like I that I bring around to kind of like watch my shows or whatever. Yeah. And then they had like they serve a drink and the drink I asked for is a coke in a can, so I put the the drink on the table and then I put my iPad there the trace started moving and the coke spilled all over myself and then I was so <laughs> embarrassing because I was alone I had no tissue and then like for some reason the ticket I got was like the uh, a business class ticket or something like that because it was I think a promotion so people around me are like like <laughs> in the office where <laughs> the office where like business people travelling for work yeah and then like just this kid with the, her backpack and then the coke all over her her jeans so embarrassing. I have a lot of embarrassing stories by the way. This is just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> but fun lah. I mean it's a story lah. It's a story that I will. Yeah, that's probably unfortunately that is the the one thing I remember from my I remember the most from my trip <laughs> to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that incident So embarrassing It's okay I think every one of us Have our own Embarrassing stories Because I think Every one of us Was also quite clumsy uh, yeah. I've never stayed In a hostel You know Okay I do No I did stay In a hostel before Yeah In KL For a layover But Itu pun macam I don't have to Worry about Praying In front of everyone Because It's right next To the prayer room so like once I just pack my bags and like go to pray room and I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, like if I have people staring at me while I pray, my four rakat become five rakat without knowing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, concentrate, right? Because you always feel like you're yeah, judged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that one at that same hostel where that, I was telling you the story about the Malaysian girl, right? Mm. Like when I did it at one time, there was this like um, uh, European girl who was like, Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, how do, how do you pray? What does it mean? But Put your hands up. Curious. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, like she was. Yeah, she was like kind of like making conversation. It wasn't like she was giving a stink mm-hmm, eye or mm-hmm. anything. Like turns out, like nobody was. It was all in my head. Mm. You know. Mm, yes, most of the time it's that way. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a learning experience. Nice. So fun traveling alone. How I wish I could. But that will never happen in this lifetime. <laughs> you you travel okay. for work. That's alone. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. True. 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 
True, true, true. Okay, I think it's my turn, is it? Yes. Okay. My story is back in 2013. Um, it was a leadership camp um, overseas. So it was my first time traveling for camp, which is not in Singapore, I believe. I believe. Maybe I was like, <laughs> yeah, I can't really remember. Okay, no, 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 it's not. It's the second time, I think, yeah. But it was a lot of firsts for me. Okay, so back then, um, our leadership camp was at Indonesia, Batam, um, an island, uh, Talunas Resorts, basically. It's a Talunas Island. So it's uh, about two hours away from Singapore. So the way that we went there is that we had to go to the, the jetty. Was that what it's called? Jetty? And take a ferry. Um, after you take the ferry to Batam, I think, and then you'd have to take a sampan, which is a small wooden boat to travel in the sea for two hours to reach the island. That is the entire journey. So it was the first time that I took a ferry, right? And the ferry was quite small. So it wasn't the one that we took for our productive Muslim retreat. It wasn't like a cruise ship or a larger a larger ferry. It was quite small. And each movement in the sea, you can definitely feel. And there's no way for me to look outside the window because the window somehow or other is like frosted and it looked oh. so dirty. I can't see anything outside. Claustrophobia. So I knew for a fact. Yes, 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 yes. I have claustrophobia actually. <laughs> so it, I knew for a fact that I have um, motion sickness because my mom is re- has really bad motion sickness. Mm. So because of that, I tried sitting down in the ferry, but... Uh, I was too nauseous. So instead of sitting down, I went outside, stood at the back where you know you have that um, stairs to go up to where the ferry driver yeah. is. The captain, uh, the ferry captain is. So I stood outside and that's where I stood most of the time uh, throughout the entire journey for the mm. ferry. So that's that, okay. Um, quite a nice experience. But then that was because, uh, wait. because of that experience, I was afraid or anxious whenever I have to take a ship. Because I knew I would get seasick. <laughs> okay, that's that. Then after that, you have the two-hour sampan, right? Right, The wooden boat. The wooden boat could uh, fit probably like 20 people. So we sit down inside the thing. And uh, the Indonesian guys just like maneuver the sea as though they own the sea. Like from my point of view, what I could see was just water. And I had no way in, in the world to know west, north, west, south and where I should go. You know, if I were them, I was like very amazed. And it's like, it's not a sampan where you roll lah. Because come on, you can't probably roll for two hours, yeah. right? It was like a, with a, with what's it the called? Jet. The engine. And then, yeah. Then that two hour journey, because it was quite open air, right? There's no covering above you or beside you. um. So the water splashed onto you. And then when you're sleeping, you wake up and you have like salt oh my crystallized God. on your shirt, <laughs> on your face. And as soon as you open your eyes, right, you can feel the salt entering oh. your eyes. It was like, wow. Machan like crystals. Wow. Really like crystals. So close you to nature. You can hear the... <laughs> but I love it. It was so refreshing. Because you have never actually ex- experienced such a thing in like Singapore city, yeah. basically. Unless you go uh, on banana yeah. boat. Uh, then probably... I've never <laughs> been on a banana boat. <laughs> yeah. So once you reach the island, it is like... Uh, and I believe the whole entire place, like the resort, was built by the the, the locals there. So everything was made from wood. Mm. Even where you're sleeping, like a bunk bed on, and whatnot, it's all the wood that you can find um, in the island in itself. So the leadership 
camp, we had experiences where we went um, into the jungle and explore nature, right? Like some activities here and there. So there was this one day where we had to um, sleep in the forest, okay? The whole entire day. So we had to go into the mangroves and then hike up like this mountain. I love it, man, because it was like climbing. So I was like, ooh, there, there were ropes and everything. I didn't, I feeling, feeling much like, wow. I know how to climb. I don't need rope. So I just climb, you know, like, oh. Then after that, the guys were like, hey, you're not bad, huh? you're not bad, huh? whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think I saw like rubber plantations nearby or something like that. And then when we reached to our camping spot, uh, okay, no, no, no. Before we reached to the camping spot, I think we went to one of this waterfall. So the waterfall is somewhere where, it's, they call it like a black waterfall or something like that. So the thing is that you can actually jump from the top of the waterfall down into like the what's it, uh, the, the, the pond thingy um, and you can't see the bottom because the whole entire thing is black. Like the water is literally black. I, I didn't jump down because I cannot swim so I was like oh missed opportunity. But a lot of people do it eh? and I was like wow you literally cannot see the bottom oh, yeah. and you have no idea how deep it is. That's the... Waterfall side Okay Then back to the camping story Where you have to sleep In the jungle So You know When you go camping You usually would um, Sleep in a tent Right You have to fix your own tent And then you sleep inside But no This time around We never sleep in a tent Guess where we slept In the resort Sleeping bag <laughs> In the resort No Bean bag No Bean bag, bean bag. <laughs> had to f- I said sleeping oh. bag How to sleep Sorry, In a bean bag <laughs> I don't know. I heard beanbag. My bad. No, no, no. It wasn't none of the above. It was, we had to oh. fix our own oh, hammock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hammock, hammock, hammock. Ooh. Oh. It's yeah. like a, and then if like you a don't, cocoon, yeah. You, just, you, just, like, you wrap yourself. Yes. Yes. And the thing is, if you don't fix it properly, you can just fall out any moment. So, oh my God. When everybody was sleeping, I was in the, the cocoon, the hammock. I didn't dare to move at all. I couldn't sleep because as soon as I opened my eyes, right? So basically, the hammock is not really op- uh, You just sleep in, in yeah. it. And then some people would actually cover it with a mosquito yeah. net. Yeah. So you literally... It's so claustrophobic lah to me. Then I got so anxious, so I couldn't sleep, right? So when I opened my eyes, I look around. Literally, I look. we look like we are metapods <laughs> from Pokemon. I see metapod here, metapod there and everything. And where my hammock was located was near the toilet. The toilet meaning like our makeshift toilet lah. Basically, uh, you go uh. inside the jungle and then you just pee, right? And uh. beer up and poop. <laughs> yeah. So, every single time anybody were to move, I could hear them walking, oh, okay, this person is going to the toilet. And I was scared. I didn't want to see what or look what scary and see like ghosts yeah? or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, at night, what you he- what you could hear was like... Oh, no, it's not squirrel. I think it's like some animals like Red. scurrying around underneath you. Yeah, probably. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know squirrel so I couldn't live sleep in trees, right? Huh? Is it? What if like, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. come back to your hammock and like, let me sleep with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like sleeping on a yeah. hammock feels so exposed. Like, I feel so exposed. Like if you're in a tent, at least like there is like a thing that is Protecting you from the outside. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Man. How how high yeah, do you need to hang the sleep. hammock? 
It's up to oh. you. Um, typically, it's like as long as you can, when your feet are on the ground, you can put your butt inside it to push yourself up into the hammock. Yeah. So if you're like a a heavy sleeper where you have to move around when you're sleeping, yeah. right? Good luck, man. You probably wake up on the ground. <laughs> so, question: Did anybody fall the next day? No, <laughs> no, because I was awake the whole entire time. <laughs> So that was the first time a, a unique experience And then It was also the first time That I had to pee in the toilet Oh my god Because basically last time um, Last time our Toilets were all Like our camps We had like proper toilets And amenities And Yeah we have showers as well But this time round It was like pure jungle Even if you want to mandi Where, where you want to bathe Or wash your uh, Brush your teeth right It's at the river in itself Oh yeah. Oh, macam permaisuri permaisuri. <laughs> like princess, yeah, last time no? princesses they would go down to the sungai and like wash their clothes and like mandi mandian, bathe there and everything. <laughs> yeah. Eh, but you know, uh, that's you know, fun experience. fact. Apparently, in Japan, there's this activity or like, basically activity whereby adults would cover themselves up in like a cocoon wrap. And then they would mm-hmm. just like be in a fetus position, and just like mm-hmm. sleep or like it's their way of relaxing because apparently it's like going back to their fetus mode. Oh, I've heard about it. Like as though you're still in the yeah, womb, yeah, right? Yeah. So you feel more comforted. Yeah, yeah I've never heard of it. So maybe yeah. in, for some people, like the hammocks, like the most comfortable position. Probably, probably. And then that's not it, you know. Like after, I mean, you sleep in the hammock, whatever. That's just one day. Then you go back to the resort where you continue the rest of the the, the camp. Every single day, you wake up. You'll feel a scratchy. You'll have a scratchy throat. Reason being because it was back in twenty thirteen, and that was when we had the highest record for our PSI. <gasps> so our haze, the haze in Indonesia was so bad. That in mm. Singapore it reached a record high of like four hundred and one, which was the highest ever. Um, I think we went before it got so oh. bad. Mm. So when you wake up in the morning, what you can smell is the haze, and what you can see in the sea was just pure white. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a That's ironic yeah. though, because like, because like you went for nature and then nature is sick. <laughs> I have been Yeah I've been greeted by Your nature Your nature is flawed <laughs> Nature is sick Yeah It's interesting That's cool Yeah I, uh, I really did not like camps Growing up you know Why? Yeah I did not like it I think though I think I went to for two outdoor camps One was to dairy farm That's like everyone had to mm-hmm. go In secondary two And I went for an OBS camp That was funner Funner That was slightly funner Because Oh yeah. yes yeah That was funner Because you actually yep. like Did like Courses and then you meet people from like yes. other schools. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. they you actually did things that you, it's not lame lah. Essentially, mm. it's like obstacle course and things like that. But like, if it was like camps in schools and like generally, I I never like camps. I'm a homebody. When you went for, when you went for the outdoor bound Singapore OBS, right? Um, did you get, uh, did you encounter any what's Wild it ball. called the, babi hutan? Walbo. Oh. What's babi hutan? Ah yes, wall wall ball. I learned how to run when you <laughs> so are being caught by the wall ball. Oh, you run? It's exact. Really? Yeah, it's exact. 
Oh. But actually don't run uh, They can charge on you They're huge uh. So in During my time There was somebody Who kept food In the tent uh. So When we came back After lunch Wow the, You could see The wild boars so I was like Why uh, Why <laughs> You know Yeah 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 They attack You know I had my first camp During Like macam When you enter Secondary school my For my school They have this like Camp called Camp Sprite It's like a in, or, Orientation camp so we are all seated and then like they will go through um different classes to see like what's in your bag to just like make sure that you don't bring in food lah. So apparently this guy yeah. he has two bags. One bag is like full of snacks and the other bag is his clothes. Oh my God. Then they just like he just took out like oh okay potato chips and then like what? Gula <laughs> like popcorn and everything. <laughs> everything got taken away. <laughs> <gasps> they oh, took so it away yeah. Because you're scared That the animals Will come and take it Or you just cannot Bring food to You just cannot bring food it's in, it's in the school So you basically mm. You're camping Did he get it back though? I'm not sure Probably But it's a lot of food <laughs> That you thought You would eat it But there's always That one person That does it You know Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay Bismillah <laughs> Okay so basically My story is mm, So my my school Okay wait Hold on hold on. So I'm in Temasek Polytechnic Last time right And then In my first or second year We Was In this competition Called Golden Voices Of Montserrat And it was in Spain So we had to go to Spain <laughs> It's uh, Okay But then it's choir Isn't okay. Montserrat a font? Ah uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah that's why That's what I was going to say Is that why you love Montserrat? <laughs> okay not the link Okay but anyways so we had to go to Spain and everything and then like we took this airplane company ah. They macam level Etihad, level um Qatar sikit. But I'm I'm not going to say the company the airline company. So we had a turbulence and I'm I'm a very I'm generally mm-hmm. a very optimistic traveler. So that if I have a turbulence I will be freaking out or whatever. I'll be just like, oh, okay, another turbulence. No, because you'll be sleeping through a turbulence. <laughs> no, but this time I didn't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then like, um, so because I know like turbulence apparently is just the plane going through pockets of air in the sky. So that's like yeah. a simple-minded way of thinking about it. And then like, it got so bad to the point where it started free-falling. For like, <gasps> five Seconds Five to six seconds I'm not sure Oh che I thought five no minutes No lah <laughs> <Even> in, <laughs> in my head It's about five to six seconds But like in my head I'm still like Okay we're still safe We're still safe You know what can happen But like, I turned yeah. over To the girl next to me And like She is this She's a very quiet girl She's my team member She's a very quiet girl And like I barely see her speak You know She's that kind of like very squirrel She's voice timid Timid and like quiet Okay Yeah And then that was the first time I see her freaking out She started like holding the chair In front of her <laughs> And then Because she's like Christian or like Catholic I'm not very sure She started doing her prayers And everything And I'm just like Relax Relax So yeah I got really scared after that After seeing that She started praying I got scared also I have a similar experience With turbulence mm-hmm. And that was during our so- My solo trip to Taiwan mm. as part of our business trip, right? Yeah, so on the way back from um, Taiwan to Singapore, the turbulence was as bad as what you mentioned, Hazira, and I was alone. So, 
I had nobody to mm. to rely on except for God, right? Oh so God. I was like, uh, please, 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 <laughs> please. I, I, I tried my best to sleep, but I couldn't. And I could feel like I was on a roller coaster because the free fall for the five seconds and then you went up again and then suddenly you go yeah, down. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> but thank God I'm still alive, man. Yeah, Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Nothing happened. Yeah, but you know, then on my trip to, on my grad trip to Melbourne, I thought the flight was really smooth. Like I woke up from my sleep when we landed yeah. in the airport, I was like, oh, that was a good flight, huh? I was in deep sleep. Then I woke up and oh, that was a good flight. Then they were all like, no. There was like an, a horrible turbulence and you slept through <laughs> it all, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I realised that I can sleep very well on planes. Or on boats. Or oh. on boats. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> when we went for our, my first PMR on the way back, because I was so tired. Yeah. So tired And I was, I was I was in Bintan And yeah. I had to take a ferry To Bintan No From Bintan to Singapore Remember Bintan, the one yes, We yeah, were seated yeah. next to each other And I was just like oh, I'm just gonna Take a <laughs> 20 minutes nap And I slept throughout And like rather took a picture of me Sleeping She put tissue <laughs> Next to my shoulder <laughs> In case I drool <laughs> yeah. For your saliva <laughs> Yeah I'm a drooler too So like When I travel next time I'm just gonna wear a mask Crazy. But was... yeah, everybody in that ferry was like throwing up. Oh throwing yeah, throwing out, le- throwing up left, right, front, back, and she was there just like uh, sleeping. Yeah, yeah, sleeping yeah. Ah. Truly a gift. When we went, uh, when we went, that was when I was awake and I was taking pictures, and then like the the lady behind me, she was. Like, <laughs> 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 I felt really bad. I was just like, what's wrong, you? <laughs> Yeah, everybody was throwing up. It's crazy. The water was choppy also lah. Yeah, and then... It can get quite bad, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I handle the second one is fine. This year's... I think it's this fine. This one is not bad, yeah. Oh. <laughs> really? Oh, as in the puking the incidences? Puking uh, my... My boat has somebody who's like... Oh, oh. The one that we went, it wasn't somebody. It was like 30 people. <laughs> 30 people oh, I on that imagine boat. imagine But I don't think it's... My boat was horrible. It was really bad. Yeah, and that was the first time that we in, we got introduced to motion signal spills. Is it sea sickness spills? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I had, And I it worked it. like a dream. Amazing. My God. I try not to, but you know, if yeah. like, was come to us. Yes, yeah, yeah. so... But like... Yeah. But like what? No, I, was just, I was gonna say, but when I took those pills... On the way back <laughs> to Singapore, the turbulence was not bad, so I couldn't tell the difference because everybody oh. around me was like, "Oh, that wasn't so bad," <laughs> but like, I didn't know because I took the pills. Yeah, so, wait. Yeah, I remember I came on the second day and I was like, "Okay, let me just get all the pills that I can get for the people." Because <laughs> you were like, "Hazrab, you need to get us some motion yeah. pills, please, <laughs> please." <sighs> That's bad. I don't think I've had any like super bad turbulence. Although like sometimes, like when you're in a plane and then consistently there there is turbulence, I just find myself like, mm. is this it? Is this it? Is this what? Is this it? <laughs> is this how I go down? Then like and everything like just <laughs> passes by my head. <laughs> eh, but you know, so I think much um like the, the safety precaution is that. The plane is supposed to land on water and then you slide down the slide down the mm. the slide, mm. right? Yeah. But mm. then like, it does I feel like I I've never seen it happen. 
Because I think those cases probably don't get, don't make it to the news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's those. I feel like it's the very bad ones that mm. make it to the news. I think, but I mean, there are many reasons why. I think for it to be able to land on water, also whatever that has gone wrong, must not interfere with like the engines or what, or interfere with actual landing on water. So it needs to actually still be okay. Um, but I don't know. So it's always important to pay attention when they go through the safety procedures. I always pay attention, and everybody was sleeping. Now I'm like, huh? Am I not supposed to listen? But then they speak so fast. I'm oh like, I God, can't yeah, keep yeah, yeah. up. <laughs> they speak like super fast with a very monotonous voice. Yeah, but you know, I'm quite surprised that some um the safety precautions video are getting more interesting. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Across the different yeah. airlines, Singapore Airlines has a whole like Peranakan team. And then Emirates is more on like family. Nice, huh? There was this like like uh, low cost carrier airline in Turkey called Pegasus. I don't know if it's still the same, but like their in flight safety video is all done by kids. Oh, cute! All like kids, small like kids being the passengers, oh, yeah. and they all will dress up in like in the different like career suits, and then some of them will be the captain and stewardess. It's just so cute, huh? Do you have any funny incidences on the plane? Oh yeah. Because I have I mean Another funny incident Is just me drooling Drooling like I was sleeping I was sleeping I was so tired I was sleeping So I was um, Have my head downwards And I was You know Just sleeping quietly Then the next thing I woke up I saw a line A waterfall Oh my god <laughs> Is the stretchy one uh, I don't know I just know It's flowing down So oh So then again Like you know what Next time I'm just gonna Use my mask <laughs> You know, Hazira, it's like as though you brought Singapore together with you. Why? You get oh, what I mean? Because you're the Malayan. Oh, what you want? But you will be more, will be a more, more accurate representation. Oh my god! Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> I would not want to Mine be seen at you. But it's not gonna touch you. Yeah, but the visual, you know, you, you know how close know. together the seats are in the plane. See all the lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost feet touching each other Okay lah, okay lah Next time I wear mask ha. Anyway <laughs> And then your mask will be like Like, like, a, <laughs> like a puddle of water there. Yeah, like it will okay. be wet Ew. Yeah, but, uh, In my defence I've learned how to sleep more More politely So I think instead of facing mm-hmm. down I just like go to the side So that it's It will be collected on this side On one side <laughs> I don't think that makes a difference. <laughs> honestly, okay, honestly, right? How do you even control your saliva while you're sleeping? <laughs> Close your mouth. I cannot because I have sinus, so I cannot breathe through my nose. Yeah. So you need, I'm sure there are those things that you, that help you, I don't know, put in your nose or something like that, right? That help you breathe. I'm sure you've tried them, but I don't know. This is coming from someone who's completely ignorant. <laughs> So like <laughs> I'm just confused You have something that Clips onto your nose And Yeah there are some things Like yeah, yeah, Help yeah. you breathe better oh, Like you clip on your nose Yes Oh okay Yeah. Also for snorers Oh yeah I'm not a snorer please mm-hmm. I'm a soft snorer I'm like <laughs> So you're, you're better So drooler <laughs> is better than snorer uh. I mean I, <laughs> It will probably affect The person beside me But not like Rose behind <laughs> Okay, okay, Nuru's funny story. Do you have a funny story on uh, the plane? Yes, I do. 
it's not funny. I think it was embarrassing for my end. So I, that, uh, yeah, I took a plane, and I knew there was no in-flight meals that was catered to me. So I brought my own snacks. Okay, so I brought like two bags of potato chips. I think, uh, because it also couldn't fit into my luggage because it took up so much space. Space. So I brought it onto the plane. Um, the thing is, I didn't know whether it was allowed for me to bring potato chips or snacks onto the plane. So bus. I mean, it went through the bus. Huh? <gasps> yes. So, <laughs> so, so, it was the time when everybody was eating, okay? So the stewardess was like pushing the cart and then asking what we'd like to eat, what we'd like to drink, you know, that kind of thing. And then suddenly, as I was sitting inside, um, we heard this. <laughs> God, so scary! Yeah, the thing is, because you're in like confined space, right? You don't know where the sound is coming from. Yeah. So it could be It doesn't sound as though It came from my back So I was okay. like What in the world is that Even the stewardess was like What in the world is that It could be like some Like the plane Punya Wings exploded yeah. Or something right So I will panic You know That's like okay Okay So I looked at the I stared at the stewardess See whether she is okay Or not okay If she's not okay I panic person, If she's okay Means I okay She, she caused the puppy And then she looked at other people <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> I didn't know So I opened my bag And then I found that The one potato chips packet Was gone Like it's just burst right Then I was like Oh Now I, I understand Wait, So it burst As in like because It burst like Open Or is it like Yes It burst open And should you have seen The wrapper what? The packet It was inside my bag It was inside my bag Okay Then it burst and the, the, it burst because the air pressure inside the potato chips was so high because you're above the air and everything. Then it just burst lah. I mean, it's still there. The rapper is still there. Oh. So it's, it didn't why, you con- why are you confused? <laughs> <laughs> no, because she said, I just she, don't said know. she didn't see something. She didn't see where the... No, because I didn't know. I didn't know where the sound came from. I didn't know it was okay, from me. Okay. Yeah, until afterwards when I opened my bag because I was hungry and then I realised the potato chips bag was oh. open. I was like, oh, oops. Oh, that's scary, man. <laughs> Can't the one, the one to pay for your in-flight meals, eh? Huh? Hello. On a budget <laughs> lah. True. Was this on your trip to Bali? Yeah. Uh, Going back home uh. from Bali. So, brought back home like potato chips. Habis lah, berserah lah your bag. Actually, tak. Yeah, because it's only open. I also don't know why. It just opens. Oh, you didn't spill? Yeah. Okay, okay. No, it didn't. Makes sense. That one is exaggerated lah. <laughs> okay. I have a, I have a similar food story. Uh, so actually, you can... You know when you're at the airport, you can actually check in... Not check in, but you can actually bring food in, right? Past security. Yeah. So you can buy McDonald's, yeah. you can buy... Maybe you cannot buy drink lah. You can buy food and it will pass through security. So like it was on a low-cost carrier also. On S Airline. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so on other airlines before I like brought food before lah, okay, but like snacks or something like that just to munch. But like this time round, I bought a double cheeseburger. Wow! Because I really wanted to have a double cheeseburger. I was I was going to KL, I think, and then uh, I was in the I was in the uh, yeah airplane. So you couldn't wait one seat. and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know. I don't know why. I mean, I just really wanted okay. a double cheeseburger. So, like, uh, they were serving food, I think. So, I was like, I secretly took the double cheeseburger out from under the seat. I unwrapped it. 
five seconds later, this stewardess came to me and she was like, before I even actually opened it fully, she's like, uh, I'm sorry, you cannot uh, bring outside food and <gasps> eat outside food on the aeroplane. Some, so really? some, some airlines, they kind of close one eye, but like the airline was quite strict about it. But I didn't even fully open the the fact that she said so so I was like oh okay I'm sorry and she's like yeah the smell is so strong I could smell it from there what <laughs> so she was saying that do she you have fries no it's just double cheeseburger so uh, huh. so that the smell of the double cheeseburger so but once I unwrapped it just flew all the way to the galley where she was and she came and she was like you cannot eat this year I was more like shocked that she could smell <laughs> it from where she was yeah. than anything else. But then like I was like, oh okay, then I took one bite and kept it in my bag. <laughs> Just to like lepaskan <laughs> the craving. <laughs> so I had one bite and I put it in my bag, yeah. What? It's quite embarrassing. I was I was sitting at the aisle, so I was quite like, oh okay. I'm so like <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I guess my fault because I shouldn't be bringing food outside lah, but they were, she was quite strict about it. That's my But I feel like that story. comment was such a extra comment. I could smell it from the bag. <laughs> the whole plane smells of double cheeseburger. Relax, sis. Just doing a job. Yeah, maybe okay. Yeah, I brought Mac yeah. spicy ones. Mac spicy, Mac wings. Ate it on the plane. Ate it on the plane. Wow. Maybe because like I ate it like much um okay uh like went to Hong Kong so I brought back um. Uh, so I maybe like United Airlines is not very strict about it also, so I can still eat it like on the plane and everything. So, yeah, but I it's think not a low cost. UA is not oh, a low cost, right? Oh yeah, okay, now I get it. Yeah. Oh, now I know what it's S Airlines. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, I've been on S Airlines. Their planes are comfortable. They're good, but is good, it? but their food is a lot more expensive than others. Oh, you know yeah, I a lot more. It's not bad the food. Okay. Was it? Hmm. Oh. oh, when we got back, uh, when I got back from Taiwan and going to Taiwan, we took S Airlines. S Airlines. And <laughs> 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 yeah. we had the food. <laughs> we get to I got to choose my food right, and it was not bad. Hmm. Yeah, I mean apparently every single menu item on that particular airline is halal. Oh, I so I wasn't even worried. Yeah, they had the halal. Um, the Muiz Halal logo on the menu for all the halal items. Oh, mm. I've been wanting to try What's that? Santan, Santan meal. Like you know how A like airlines. A oh yeah, A A airlines. I me. I think their food is not bad and and also affordable. Yeah, but you know the last time I got on, Allah A A airlines, A A airlines. Mm, I wouldn't say it's amazing. Maybe because I'm going to I don't know. I I got a Korean burger or like a something with the rice lah. But it wasn't amazing honestly. So mm. I've been really wanting to try their nasi lemak. Apparently it's the nicest. Yeah, like the Malay Malay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roti canai. I have a embarrassing uh airport story. If you wanna listen. What just oh. say lah? So do I. <laughs> <laughs> so do I Airport story Thanks for reminding I feel like all my stories Are embarrassing But anyway So this happened when I was on I was going for a work trip To Australia So it was like A media fam trip And they were um, Part of the trip also There was a lot of Media from all around the world It was quite a big Thing 
like maybe they had hundred media across uh, Europe, Asia, and things like that. So naturally, because the kind of Asian office invited uh, us, uh, we went together with like the Malaysian press, the Indonesian press. So there was like maybe like four of us, and we would meet in Singapore because they all transit in Singapore before we went to Australia. So coming back from that trip, right, Australia, we were there for like it was a long trip. I think I was there for like more than one week. It was like a bunch of things that was happening. Uh, so on that coming back. When we were checking in our luggage, I brought one luggage. Okay, when I was checking in my luggage, the guy at the counter uh, was like, um, "Your baggage is overweight. <laughs> you get like thirty kilos. Thirty kilos you get." I'm like, "Oh, okay. How? How? Okay. But can you just let you through? Cause like overweight a little bit, right?" He's like, "Oh no, it's thirty-seven kilos." <gasps> then he was oh like, "Oh my god!" Then he was like telling me, "I can't even. You know, there's this thing. There's this pedal that he presses so that the the belt moves." Yeah. I cannot even press the belt because it's not allowing any baggage above like 32 kilos to move because it's against the regulations <laughs> that they have, right? Yeah. The safety regulations. So he was like, and then my worst nightmare came. You know, all the you know the people who open their luggages at the airport and they rearrange their yeah. luggages at the airport for everyone to see what's inside <laughs> their bag. That is my worst nightmare in front of everyone to see what is in my bag. Because you never pack your so bag. So like I was like, because right. there's. They're like private stuff inside my bag, ah, you know, <laughs> like to see what what I what I keep and things like that. Then I feel like you're just, you're just, you're like, like airing your laundry in a way. I don't know. It just feels like airing your laundry. It's just very exposed, lah. I feel. Mm. And then because I was in a group of that four five people, right? Yep. Like they were waiting for me because I was the last one. So I was like, oh, there's no way. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to unpack. So I didn't. I didn't. I do. I didn't have any carry on bags with me. So I didn't have any like uh, <laughs> anywhere to side to like move that weight off. So I had like no choice. So I I went. I brought my luggage out. Then everyone was like, "Hey, what's wrong? Is everything okay?" And I said, mm, "Yeah, my luggage is a bit heavy. So I need to take some stuff out. <laughs> a bit, eh. a bit only. <laughs> so right, seven kilos, eh." <laughs> So I I was like oh they're like oh no okay you can put it inside my uh, carry on so they were so nice about it because mm-hmm. they they some of them had like carry on and like, I could and they were all transiting in Singapore so I could take it from them in Singapore. So I opened my luggage. They saw everything that I bought. Oh. You know I okay that trip right to Australia right. You know I get a lot of like uh, uh pesanan. <laughs> so I had to buy like I bought like a lot of things. So I knew in Australia like things are like supplements are cheap, yeah, yeah. like creams are cheap, makeups are things like that are cheap lah. <laughs> and then like I also bought like um bed sheets. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. So you right? I bought yeah. bed sheets. Yes. I you know bed sheets are heavy. I think I bought like three or four bed sheets. I think it was like before I got three married. Three or four. Eh? Before I got married, like before the wedding. So I wanted to like macam because I the, the I'm getting a bigger bed right. So I needed like bed sheets. So like I was I bought those. And the thing is, right? I was like, thank goodness because the schedule for like that press trip across the seven days, I went to every single one of them. Okay, in between, in between, then I found the time to go and buy these things. Okay, I did not skip any of this. <laughs> of this, <laughs> I didn't skip any of it. So you must be wondering, right? When I open my luggage, where did she find the time? <laughs> To go and buy all of this crap, cause it was so many things. Oh my god! Yeah, I was just Wait, like, where, oh, where okay. do you where do you buy them from? No, because the hotel that we stayed in was like strategically really in front of the shopping strip. 
So it was a really good location mm. So like you just go out You cross the traffic light Then you hit like The target at the end of the road There is like uh, Mayors There is like all those mm. Shops lah yeah. So like Like let's say After we're done with one Event right Then you have some A few <laughs> hours break Before the dinner Then I'll go Then I'll come back I think I made like A lot of trips you know To and fro Oh my god So Yeah So I had to like oh, Okay I'll just put this in your bag Temporarily <laughs> And it's so like, embarrassing My god yeah, It's so embarrassing And you know the hotel That we stayed in Was really nice It was one of the nicest hotel That I've stayed in ever And then their uh, Body soap uh, You brought back Ya Allah It's L'Occitane I don't know And la. then like mm. <laughs> L'Occitane It's like it, It's really nice packaging So I was like oh, I want this for like You know Serious makcik I normally don't No I normally don't <laughs> Really, I normally don't But because like the packaging was different And it was like nice mm. And like, you know you, It's expensive, you know, by outside So I took it It's it's just there <laughs> Yeah, like I feel so embarrassed Yeah, you, sh- you should yeah. be embarrassed They're gonna be like, wow I was expecting like yeah. Like food ke Or like, you know, extra things And then like, Imagine bringing a bed sheet <laughs> Four bed sheets Three Three to four some hey, How many beds do you have? Let <laughs> me just tell you If you travel for thing. leisure It's fine to buy bed sheet But you travel for work eh <laughs> Please All these companies are gonna look at Oh my god Halal trip Whose worker is this? <laughs> hey, but I I did it in between okay, okay. I didn't skip anything um. And I also <laughs> bought a lamb Yeah <laughs> Yo, hey, I will show you. I will show you the lamp. But then the the that one the the plug. Yeah, see, it's the lamp that's like the oh, one. Oh, the tungsten. The, the transparent lamp. Yeah. Yeah, cause it was like so cheap in Target. Can you see? <laughs> it's like it has a cement bottom. I thought it was so cool. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I get it. It's a very industrial kind yeah. of lamp. Yeah, like ten dollars. It's hey, more you know for decoration purposes. Target or like Kmart there is crazy. I love it. You know what I brought back when I went there? I brought back pots. Eh, pots as in like plant pots. You know, over. Yeah. And like I'm just like oh my god. If I stay in Australia, I could have like gotten a toaster or like I could have gotten a. <laughs> A very hipster <laughs> kettle Like I don't have to worry About style Because everything there Is nice It's like Your mm. Taobao Or your Aliexpress there It's really very yeah. cheap So like you Like menggeram And you like Buy like crazy So anyway This is like My silly story So when I like Put some baggage Into their carry on And then we went in Through like Immigration And then we kind of Like ate at a cafe Just to like Kill some time Before a flight We just had like Coffee yeah. And then you were just drink coffee and they were like, one of them was like looking at me, it's like, so, you've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So I was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> so you've been busy, huh? <laughs> and she meant it like as a joke. But yeah. That was like, oh my god. So Paisei, a very Paisei moment. For okay. me. It, speaking of Australia, something embarrassing also happened to me uh, in the airport in Australia. I think it was in Brisbane. <laughs> Brisbane airport So from Brisbane to Singapore And I We checked in quite early So we had some time to kill Maybe like one hour No it's not early One hour left Before we get We had to board the, the flight right So I needed to Go to the washroom So I quickly went to the washroom And back then I didn't Have a sling bag I didn't know that It was a good thing to have Like I didn't like to carry Too many bags So basically I only had a backpack uh, Backpack with me lah 
Um, and I carried in my passport in my hand. So I went to the washroom and then at the toilet roll uh, area, there's this like one slot where you can put your phone and you can put your items, right? Mm. So I put my barang there, my items there and I did my business and I went out. So as soon as we reached our boarding gate, we had to take out our passport. Jang, jang, jang. I couldn't find my passport. Oh my God. At all. Passport. At all. I was like, oh my God, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I, I had to retrace my steps to figure out which shops I went to and then I realised that I left it in the washroom. So I remembered what cubicle I went to, right? So I quickly ran there because I had to board the plane already. So I quickly ran there and then guess what? Somebody was in the washroom oh in that particular cubicle I was in. And then, oh my god, I felt so embarrassed. Um, I'm like, shoot, shoot, shoot. I need to go, I need to go. But I don't know whether my passport is there. Should I disturb her? So I did. Lah. I said, like, um, hi, excuse me. Um, do you see a passport um, inside the cubicle? And she was like, yeah, um, uh, I don't see it. Where is it? Uh, so basically, I had to describe to her, oh, you have to go to the, uh, just just above the toilet paper holder. And then I said, oh, yes, 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 I found it. Uh, and then she slid it down uh, yeah. at the gap underneath the mm. door. And I was like, wow, thank God, man, it's there. If it didn't happen, I was like, my... I bet your heart was like beating so fast. Yes. I didn't tell anybody, actually. Like, so nobody from my group knew that this happened. <laughs> Do you wash it? <laughs> because if not, you wash it. <laughs> because if not, the uh, no, there's a plastic covering oh, okay. though, like for my passport. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How do you wash your passport? I mean, it's paper. I mean, it's coming from someone who was in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe it down. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. god, that happened to my cousin once while we were also again in Australia. Um, she. <laughs> um, I think it was at the immigration And the person was asking for a passport And then she was walking with my grandma And then They reached the custom And then they were like Okay, where's your passport? And then she's like Huh? 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 And then she's like I give it to you I give it to you Like talking to my grandma And then she was like No, no, no I didn't receive anything You know Turns out the passport was in her bag Was in my <laughs> My grandma's bag I think like What? Two of the Worst things that can happen When you're travelling Is one Losing your passport And second Is like missing your flight Those Ooh. are like My two worst Like yeah. if I'm Sometimes Before a trip I would have like I would Have this nightmare Of missing my flight I don't know why yeah. <laughs> Like I miss the, It always happens Not always But sometimes like, I would miss Oh I, like, I didn't pack In time And suddenly it's like Now yeah. It's just a very silly dream Missing your flight I feel like losing your luggage Is the worst Because it's multiple items mm. And it could be something memorable That you have inside your bag And you have to say goodbye <laughs> to Passport can replace But the memories inside your bag Cannot mm. <laughs> I feel like I have I trust the system That my luggage, my luggage will, Even if it's lost I will recover it still Especially after what happened In Bintan Oh my god yeah <laughs> Like yeah, we had like a we had a there was a family who who lost their luggage and it was such a struggle, but they eventually recovered it. Yeah. Uh, but mm. the fact that you know you could still recover it, even though like yeah, it was just a hassle. But it's I have faith. Yeah. But I lost my luggage before once, in uh Philippines. Oh, during the work trip. During the influ- yeah, the work trip that we had, because we all checked in late. 
and then my like my luggage and someone else's luggage happened to be the last two ones and they did not get on the flight mm. so they sent it the next morning yeah so oh. I didn't have so it was not too bad lah because it was still like the next morning but I didn't have any like clothes my grandma lost her luggage while she was doing umrah <gasps> yeah and like the whole trip she didn't have her luggage at all so she had to depend oh no. on like the the one one set of clothes that she bring around and then she just buy clothes in the shops and then all, all the rest of the jamaah also like give her some clothes to wear so it's like oh my god it's such a struggle ah and like that, I think that time was um during Ramadan also she lost her Chubaan. luggage yeah but luckily she had the whole insurance thing so right got okay compensation yeah. she managed to recover the luggage i think so but that was by the she was already in singapore back oh. in singapore yeah so see only after that i realized why people have carry on bags mm. and they have spare clothes in those bags yeah so you supposed to have a spare mm-hmm. of everything mm-hmm. in your carry on luggage in case something like this happens mm. and this is why you never keep like your valuables in your check in like money or your laptop or your camera whatever always carry on with you <gasps> oh i have a story now okay my story is dangerous not dangerous like something dangerous that happened to us so i went to melbourne with my group of friends um so they went out to do an activity at night so they told me like oh we're gonna be back late like 12 a.m or something like that so i'm like okay sure you can go and i'll be at home lah so they went out and i was at home minding my own business but it got really scary because I feel like because we were staying in an Airbnb, I feel like anyone can just break into our house, especially when on the first day we couldn't lock the door. We couldn't lock the door and like I feel like someone can just break in, so I scan everything. Okay. So I fell asleep and then they came back and then they was like, "Oh my God, has something happened?" And I was like, "What?" So after <laughs> they went for the activity, they <laughs> they went to queue at a kebab stall. And then uh-huh. While they were looking at the menu And everything kan They were just standing in the corner And then Some guy in a hoodie He came by next to my friend uh, uh-huh. He was like Hey how you doing And then basically he's talking like Probably he's drunk We don't actually mm-hmm. know And he took mm-hmm. He took something out of his Hoodie's Pocket mm-hmm. And it was a gun It was a legit Whoa. It was a legit gun Is guns leg- legal? I don't know, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Like he took a gun, okay. but he wasn't like, like pointing at anywhere, pointing at any anyone. But he was just like talking. Is it a toy gun? <laughs> I don't know, but I know it's a gun. <laughs> but he was just he wasn't like pointing at anywhere. He just like took it like took it out of his pocket like it's nothing. Then he just skipped across the road and like with a gun, his hand and everything. Yeah, it's pretty dangerous. And I heard that. On that street that they were at, few weeks ago there was a shooting. Mm. Oh yeah. my god! Yo. Is it him? But oh I don't know god. why. Your parents always say don't go out at night, stay at home. That's why I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about being at home is that you're afraid someone would break in. But why is it that you can't lock the door? Is it like because it's a custom? Use, you know, like in they use a like the one that we have in our office, the one the. Automatic yeah, fingerprint. Some. The fingerprint scanner. Ah uh, no no the one that you need to the digital lock. Press the button. Yeah. Okay. I think the battery it was oh, our okay. battery or something. That's scary. Yeah. 
But it was an experience Although I wasn't the one Experiencing it Yeah <laughs> <laughs> You were asleep, asleep Yeah again I was asleep <laughs> Second hand experience <laughs> So I don't know about you guys But like A question I get a lot When um, Like People find out that I I travel Kind of on my own For leisure Or for work right So they normally ask Is like Do you Are you scared The first one is Are you scared The second one is um, Do you Kind of get um, Remarks about how you look Overseas I don't know about like you guys But like for me I have never Actually Gotten any Slurs Or I'm not sure what you would call it But you know that sort of negative um, Remarks when I'm overseas I think it's because I just Block them out Mind your own business lah I really do mind my own business So when I'm like walking down the street right I just just I just look straight I just go wherever I need to go mm. I don't really like Like uh, Yeah I don't And like trying to avoid like all You don't notice lah I don't Like maybe people do like Pass a comment under their breath Or whatever mm. uh, But I just like I just I don't hear it The only thing that probably I, I can remember is They would I mean normal They, w- they would say things like Oh are you Chinese me. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese. I'm like, I look at them like, no. Uh, are you Japanese? Uh, Korean. I'm like, no. Like, just trying to find all yeah. the Asian countries. What, what are you trying to do also? You're trying, oh. to, you're trying to like, kind of like, they're like, like people in the shops or like, you know, whatever. But maybe just trying to make a conversation, trying to make yeah. a sale. Uh, but it was one time when I was going through, uh, so I was on taking a train, a speed train, crossing the border from London to Paris, and then I was alone. And I was wearing a denim jacket. I was wearing a jacket, and underneath it, I was wearing like a sleeveless top. So like I was going through the because it's crossing a border, so you have to go through immigration. Mm. So the person mm-hmm. who was like uh, scanning, you know, the, the body, tapping you down, tapping me mm. down, or like, using the the thing. That's to take out because you have to take out your jacket, right? If you're wearing a jacket, yeah. Yep. But I'm like, I cannot take this out. <laughs> if I take this out, I'll be uh, sleeveless, lah. So you can see. So it was a, a hard time trying. So I was like, you need to take it out. I was really afraid that she was going, or he or she, I can't remember, was going to like make it difficult for me because it felt mm-hmm. like it was going mm-hmm. in that direction. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I cannot take it out. Like, is there a room or something that you want to go to that I take it out? But there was no room, ah. So it was just like Back and forth a few times And then in the end Just let me go I was saying like next You have to take it off The next time Because it's a it's a jacket And you need to take out your jacket Yeah Then that's when I realised yeah, yeah, yeah When you want to Go overseas Or whatever Go through don't immigration wear jacket, Don't wear yeah. jackets Until you're wearing Unless you're wearing long sleeves Yeah Yeah yeah, And that's why I actually Appreciate the Singapore custom officers Or the immigration What or whatever the security people are basically they actually ask you first whether uh, is it okay for you to remove your jacket if you're not comfortable then it's fine I'll pat you down oh that's what happened to me that's what happened to me because I was also wearing like a jacket mm. and I wasn't comfortable removing my jacket yeah but you know I experienced that in Singapore before like probably a really long time ago like seven years seven years ago because last time we had budget terminal can yeah. so low cost carriers yeah so I would go through the security And like The person in front of me Clearly Singaporean She was saying like Can you take off your jacket And I was Again I was wearing like a uh, Sleeveless And then like a Cardigan On the outside Then she was like mm-hmm. No uh, You need to take it off Then I was like No no I cannot I cannot And she like Pat me down and everything lah 
I was just really surprised how she didn't understand that I cannot take it out mm. despite being a Singaporean. I guess it depends. Yeah, it depends on who your the officer is lah, basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But mm. honestly, I haven't had any like Islamophobia. I mean, Alhamdulillah lah, because like the past few travels is been with friends or like with the family, so I'm generally in a big group, you know. So I don't really encounter like such acts. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of good, you know, like to travel with friends or like. Travel with like non-Muslims, <laughs> so that you don't mm. look like a group of Muslims together. I don't know if that's a correct. Oh, way, you know? now that you mention it, when I was doing my exchange in Istanbul, for some reason they are okay. Never mind. But like in the group of four of us Singaporeans, right? Yeah. Three of us are Malays. Yeah. Three of us wear hijab. One one girl is a Chinese. They look at us like, why are we friends? Oh yeah, yeah. Because we look oh, so different. Really? Yeah, you know sometimes people will stop my ch- the her on the street, take a photo with her. Oh my god! Huh? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's just it's just <laughs> not they just don't normally see that uh, yeah, yeah. kind of people. Yeah, I don't know if there's an ulterior motive or what lah. But she will get stopped on the street and the like, strangers like guys will like ask, "Oh, can I take a photo with you?" Which is kind of creepy actually. Oh, we've been there. I've been there, like a group of guys uh, outside um, 7-Eleven or an equivalent to 7-Eleven in Australia. Yeah, we went out and then we met a bunch of guys and then I think they just asked like, hey, uh, they chatted with us, blah, blah, because I guess Australians are yeah. very friendly and then you just decided True. to take a group photo. I still have it, although it was very blur because it was in the middle of the night. Mm. <laughs> Why are you going out but at night? Uh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were hungry. <laughs> okay. But Seriously, and then we... Oh, we ate Krispy Kreme. That's why we were oh, craving yum. for donuts. Yum. Yeah, but there's at least a conversation there, you know. Yeah, this is just yeah. It's like to you. It's like so you're awkward. an alien. So you're like oh, that's how we felt so, sometimes. So exotic. Let me take a picture. Speaking of those kind of experiences, even uh, it happened to me in Germany. I think it was Frankfurt Airport. Yeah, so there was a lot of queue. There was a long queue for each one of the counters to chop your passport, basically. And then uh, during my time, uh, my queue was very long, and it took a very long time for each person to go through. Uh, no idea why, but I guess when it came to my turn, uh, the custom officers, uh, he was very friendly, lah. So that's why he took a very long time because he decided to ask me where did I go? Did I love Germany? <laughs> did I love Germany? And it's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, as in like what are the places that I went to basically and just to make sure that, you know, I enjoyed my stay. Um, and then it's funny because he was sitting in like that that platform thingy in a fish tank, fish I would say, because it was covered with like the glass, right? He's in and a fish the tank. The glass. <laughs> <laughs> like you pergi to, like you cross the border from Singapore to JB. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Just that, that those border patrol officers... Their box This one is not boxy It was curved So that's why I call okay. it a fish tank Anyway On the side of the fish tank He's seated Elevated okay And then on the side Of the Glass There's like these markings Of the height oh. And then because I was damn short <laughs> I'm like one five four centimeters five one For reference So um, European people are very tall right mm. So basically in order for me to see him properly Or rather he look at my face I have to tiptoe So he made fun of <gasps> my height That's fine <laughs> now, I know it was a joke I, I'm okay with that Because I know I'm short yeah. 
but that's not the story about what happened. So as soon after I um, got my, I passed through the customs and then um, the group of my classmates. So basically, it was a school trip. So all everybody else um, gathered together, right? And then one person decided to tell me that you know there was this lady. She was like scolding under her breath, saying that wow, she's so <gasps> black. She said it in you know basically wow, she's so black, and the guy still like her <gasps> because it took took the custom officer a very long time to get me through. Really? You know I mean? Yes. So she was talking about you. Yes. Yes, she was talking about me, and beside her, basically, was like my other classmates yeah. in the same trip as me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were the ones who heard what happened and then told me about it. So I was like, "Wow, you shouldn't have told me, lah." Basically, I was like so pumped up, yeah. and then I I I memorized like a script, and if I were to meet her on the plane, the same plane, I would like definitely like scold her, man. Mm. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Speak Malay. It was speak really good. So she don't understand don't Then you don't feel the You know The satisfaction <laughs> But yeah Back then I was quite dark You're not supposed to see colour But you know like Like you well, know what uh, Like same like the When the incident in Turkey I feel like In some parts of the world You don't In some parts of the world You are surrounded with people That are Your race And your colour And your kind of people So I feel like I mean, being in Singapore, you are open to different races, can so you are more tolerant towards people of different mm, color, whatever. Yes. But if you are living in a country with everyone's the same, everyone looks the same, you don't have that level yeah. of tolerance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I mean, in what you mean is like you know it's something new when they see mm. when they see people you know that look different, yeah, uh, mixing with other people who look different. They probably but don't even like, know it's. Wrong I don't know But it's funny Because when I was in Germany The German people That I've met They all complimented On my skin colour And they even mentioned that um, All these Europeans And Americans right Because they're quite fair They spend hundreds and dollars Just to get the same skin tone Whereas I just go in the sun And Yeah that's about it So it's like That balance you know There's all this but it's different Difference if like opinions. you are in awe of someone who looks different from you mm. versus you know the comment that she made which is like you know <laughs> that's not a nice comment that's a that's a like almost derogatory <laughs> comment it's yeah. not it's obviously she is talking down and uh, about you because of how you look and your color yeah so it's not the way man <laughs> it's funny how like you received a comment from an asian and not from someone uh-huh. of that country you know Right? Yeah, yeah, it's ironic. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Even though this kind of like racist or stereotypical things or remarks that happened to me um, in all these other countries, it didn't really deter me or affect me that much, I would say. Mm. Uh, I always assume the, that the other party is not aware of um, the different races, the different cultures and... Yeah, right. just assume the best of other people Yeah, and you know, macam yeah. I feel like sometimes You haven't really met um, Or like, okay, basically like Even though there are like uh, Sometimes we hear stereotypical comments About a certain community From a certain country it Sometimes like when you go to that country itself It really changes your perspective also Even though like mm, Like for example, if when I go to China I would think before I went to China, I would think that like, okay, China they can be a bit cold to Muslims or like 
they might not be acceptable to my race, etc. But once I go to China, it's really completely different. I've never, so far, like, I haven't had any racial uh, discrimination or whatever. And I think same goes for like the different destinations. Uh, I've met like, a lot of really, really nice people when I travel. So you really need to travel actually to actually understand like a community. Mm. So if you can and have the means and the opportunity to travel, I would say go for it. Uh, doesn't matter if it's like on your budget or if it's for work or if it's as part of school. I think any and every experience you have when you go overseas and you see how other people live and how other people uh and meet new people it really changes your perspectives on things and it really broadens your your horizons um, so I would highly encourage it and for those of you who are unable to travel overseas due to financial constraints there's always videos that you can watch through you know like the vlogs that I really enjoy you can definitely watch it and experience or imagine yourself being that vlogger itself. And that's how most of the time I travel, basically. I e-travel. <laughs> I hope our stories today have lightened your mood a little bit. <laughs> I wanted to say something like that. I hope it has <laughs> brought a smile to your face. I don't know. Tak cheesy sangat lah. I don't know. Uh, we hope you enjoy. Check at the end, JDM. <laughs> Okay lah, stay tuned for the next episode. Toodles! Bye! Alright guys, thanks for listening. So we'll see you on the next episode. Don't forget to give us a shout out on anchor.fm slash thehalaltravelpodcast. Your voice message could be featured in our next episode. Yup, and if you have any advertising and collaboration opportunities, contact us at info at halaltrip.com. That's I-N-F-O at H-A-L-A-L-T-R-I-P dot com. Yes, and don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Halaltrip. We are also now on Telegram. Until next time, stay inspired, stay home and stay connected.